This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. wrestling fans happy new year welcome to 2024 as we bring you from the old bakery studios another exciting week here at hamburg all stars i am your host mr luke jenks hoping you've had a uh a not too uh, messy new year's eve last night please do not forget to follow us on twitter at old bakery pro and subscribe here on our home the place to be wrestling network home of great shows such as ptbn's main event nation invasion highway to the impact zone memphis continental wrestling cast monday night project <coughs> and coming this week pure wrestle passion you can follow the network on twitter at ptbn wrestling and also don't forget to follow our sister network the north south connection again available on all good podcast suppliers bringing you such great shows such as new general mission wrestling warzone alakat with keithy the jenny position extreme three-way dance chronoso and many many other great shows you can follow the network on twitter at no so pod network you can also follow the uh, no so on YouTube, just search North South Connection on YouTube and you will find them there as well as us, youtube.com forward slash at MemphisCast. Please visit whenitwascool.com for podcast articles and much more on retro pop culture, comics, wrestling, movies, TV, toys, history and more. And while you're at it, please visit the historyofwe.com for all areas of WWE slash F slash WWF slash everything in between they also covered the histories of wcw uh, ecw tna ring of honor you can find uh, tv show history title history you can look at a year you can look at a specific um uh, a specific arena whatever you want they graham and richard do a fantastic job over there at the history of wb.com this week we are doing a audible we are um we are throwing you a curveball. Last week we covered the twenty third, the twentieth of March, nineteen seventy six, where we saw the not so excellent executioners, uh, as well as a great deal of other exciting action. Um, we said that that was going to be it until uh, not the end of nineteen seventy seven. But uh, Richard Land, who I just mentioned, uh, he has uh, over the last year been uh, finding a lot of there is a lot of lost audio from these shows the uh, the a lot of the all-star of the championship stuff doesn't from like the um from like 75 to 79 is very sporadic doesn't really exist but he has managed to find the audio of some of those shows um and he has over the last course of the year he's been sort of shipping that out to people um if people gave him a donation he would then send them the uh goods if you will uh, <laughs> whatever happened there um i was one of those lucky enough to send him a donation and he has shipped me the goods as, as five packs if you follow richard uh, if you look at the in the description of the podcast you will find richard's uh twitter um you also find the history if you go on there um you can contact him and i would imagine for a small donation he will give you some stuff uh, he also has uh, a google drive of newspaper ads so you can look at old wwf newspaper ads 
He's also recently acquired some uh, late 90s, early 2000s stuff of WCW. Again, for a small donation, uh, he'll let you have it. Um, so the point of the me going on about this is we're going to be playing you some audio. So uh, you won't hear me talk through the show. It'll be, it's complete audio. We're going to be listening to the uh, 12th of September 1976 and the 27th of March 1977 editions of all uh, all star wrestling uh, this is basically um so we get so we're covering sort of six months and then a year of action and then next week we're going to be covering the video version of we're back to normal we will be in 1977 and we will be covering the 12th of november 1977 um so you're going to be hit so we'll go through the what's been happening around you know um specific you know uh, i picked out a few things that we may just look at from what's been happening between there and here um you'll hear the show you'll then hear me come back to just to discuss what's been going on between uh, the end of that show and then the next show and then voice of and like that so um yeah so everything's in the description um of the show there's also links there so you could visit the when it was cool.com uh, page and you can look at a bit more in-depth history from 1976 and 1977 because obviously I don't want to be going through every fucking promotion I've just picked up um, names that we may be familiar with I've also picked up sort of WWF shows um, as well or going on just um, these shows are so the air dates the original air dates are about a month behind from when they're sh- from when they're actually shown they get their f- when these were shown, they were shown on the WRGB Albany um, uh, network, a network that is still going today. It was founded in 1942. So the 12th of September 1976 show was actually aired around the beginning of August, and the 27th of March 77 show was actually aired on the 26th of February. Um, I've got no idea why there's such a fucking um, a, a month's delay. I guess that's something that maybe happened back in the day. Um I've heard, I think it was Stick to Wrestling John McAdam. I think it was still happening in like 1984, 85, where um, the WDF would show it. Was, so if you lived in um, the Pennsylvania area, you were watching um, Championship Wrestling from, say, September, uh, the, the, September the 9th. That, that show would have been taped a couple of days beforehand or whatever, but if you were then living in another place, you were watching the same show, but like a month later, I don't know why, again, um, it's something that happened until, I think, the the, the very early mid-80s, uh, I think just WWF did it, I don't think it really happened in many other great, sh- in many other um, territories, because they were basically live, I know Memphis was live, um, Mid-Atlantic, I think a lot of, you know, they were either live or they were delayed by a week or whatever so uh, i'm not entirely sure why but we're going to be covering these shows so um let's just see what's happened between the last show which was the 20 what did we say it was the 20th of march uh let's happen see what's happened between then and september 1976 so on the 23rd of april 1976 there is a show in the scene in the keel auditorium st louis missouri 7569 witness russ francis defeating tank Patton, the haiti kid and little coco defeating billy the kid and little john ray candy defeats bulldog brown wilbur snyder defeats kim duck 
Bob Backlund defeats Missouri champion Harley Race to win the Missouri Championship. NWA World Heavyweight Champion Terry Funk defeats Dick the Bruiser two falls to one. Uh, Chris Taylor and Pat O'Connor defeat Black Jack Lanza and Baron Von Raschke. 23rd of April 1976, there is a show in Madison Square Garden. Stan Hansen defeats WWF champion, WWF champion Bruno Sammartino due to blood stoppage during the match. A body slam takes place and Bruno breaks his neck. Andre the Giant defeats Big Cat and Laird. Superstar Billy Graham and Ivan Koloff defeat Haystacks Calhoun and Pat Barrett. Bobo Brazil defeats Rocky Tamaro. Ric Flair defeats Frankie Williams. Dominic Donucci defeats Louis Sear. Tony Parisi defeats Baron Mikelsa Kluna. Louis Dan defeats Johnny Rods. The 8th of May, Abdullah the Butcher defeats Giant Baba to win the annual, the annual All Japan Champions Carnival Tournament. 11th of May, 76, Seiji Sakaguchi wins the New Japan World League Tournament, defeating Pedro Morales in the finals. Also on the 11th, Killer Kowalski and Big John Studd wrestling under the masks as the executions defeat Tony Parisi and Louis Sedan for the WWF Tag Team titles in Philadelphia, PA. 15th of May 1976, there is a show in Philadelphia Spectrum, tear 14,012, witness Jose Gonzalez defeating Johnny Rods, Rocky Tamaro defeating Johnny Rivera, Susan Green and Vivian St. James defeating Paula Kay and Kitty Adams, The Executioners defeating Pat Barrett and Kevin Sullivan, Ivan Koloff and Billy Whitewolf fought to a draw, Stan Hansen defeated Haystacks Calhoun, Superstar Billy Graham defeated Gorilla Monsoon who was subbing for Bruno San Martino when the bout was stopped for blood. In June 1976, there was a confrontation between Gorilla Monsoon and Muhammad Ali on WWF television, where we see Ali jab Monsoon, and then Gorilla Monsoon picks up Muhammad Ali for an aeroplane spin and then sits him down. 11th of June 1976, Tootsmont, legendary promoter, dies at the age of 82. 25th of June 1976 is a big day in wrestling as Antonio Inoki battles world boxing champion Muhammad Ali in a 15-round boxer versus wrestler match in Tokyo, Japan in the Budokan Hall, drawing 14,000. Inoki is forced to wear gloves, though he removes them during the match, and is forbidden to use any suplexes or submission holds. The result sees Inoki laying on the mat and kicking Ali's legs for most of the match, which ended in a disappointing 15-round draw. Ali was hospitalised after the match. The match was originally supposed to have a worked ending, but neither man could agree on how it should end, and the match turned out to be a total shoot. In other matches, there is a karate exhibition match, an Iranian martial arts exhibition. There is also uh, Yoshiyaki Fujiwara and Osama Kido defeating Kentura Hoshione and Kengo Kimura. Other matches are held in various closed circuit locations one of those is in flushing new york shea stadium 32,000 witness ivan putski defeating baron mccosta cluna jose gonzalez drawing with kevin sullivan the wf tag team champions at the time well they still they've lost the titles but it hasn't aired yet uh jay strongbow and billy whitewolf defeating the executioners andre the giant defeated chuck webner via countout in a wrestler versus boxer match bruno san martino returns defeating stan hansen via countout one of the other matches, as, and then there is a, a GCW Georgia Championship Wrestling show in the Omni in Atlanta. Mike Graham defeats Tony Charles. Billy Bill Watts defeats Dick Slater. Mark Lewin defeats Pac Song. Ken Mantell drew with Skip Young. Jack Briscoe drew with Doy Funk Jr. AWA holds a show in the International Amphitheatre, Chicago, Illinois. Greg Garner defeats Bob Orton Jr. The Crusher and Dick the Bruiser defeat 
Blackjack Lanza and Bobby Duncan. World Heavyweight, AWA World Heavyweight Champion Nick Bogwickle drew with Vern Gagne. There is a show in the Olympia in Detroit, Michigan. 4,138 witness Swede Hansen defeating Randy Poffo. Dominic Danucci defeated Don Kent via disqualification. George Steele defeats Mr. Wrestling. The Sheik battled Pampiro Furpo to a new contest. There is a show. There is another show. I, I don't. It says other matches were held at various close circuit connections. So I don't know if these are all affiliated with the um, event. But nonetheless, there is a show at Houston, Texas, where Terry Funk defeats Rocky Johnson. There is a show in Indianapolis, Indiana, where Johnny Starr drew with Steve Regal. The Bounty Hunters defeat Paul Christie and Spike Huber. WWA champion The Strangler drew with Wilbur Snyder. Ox Baker and Killer Carl Krupp defeat Art Thomas and Pepper Gomez. There is a show in the Los Angeles Auditor- Olympic Auditorium, where they see Chavo Guerrero and Butcher Vashawn battling Crusher Verdu and Frank Monty to a double countout. Wilhelm Roshka defeats Don Fargo. Porkchop Cash defeats Mr. Mexico 2. Gory Guerrero defeats Roddy Piper. And in the Cow Palace in San Francisco, Don Morocco and Masa Sayito defeat Pedro Morales and Tony Guerrero. Pat Patterson defeats Mr. Fuji in three falls. 26th of July, Memphis, Tennessee. There is a show in the Mid-South Coliseum, 5,479. Dennis Hall defeats J.C. Dykes. Don Anderson and Don Canoodle defeat the Dominoes via disqualification. Frankie Lane and Charlie Cook draw with Tommy Gilbert and the Scorpion. Phil Hickerson and Dennis Condry beat Jackie and the Roughhouse Fargo via disqualification. Southern champion Jerry Lawler defeats Harley Race following the show while travelling from Memphis to Nashville. Sam Bass, 41. Frank Hester, 37. And Pepe Lopez, 39, are killed in a car accident. Uh, also in July of 1976, Bad News Brown wins a bronze medal in judo in the 1976 Olympic Games. And finally, before we head to action, on the 4th of September 1976, Bruiser Brody appears to have pinned WWF World Champion Bruno Sammartino for the title in Madison Square Garden after using the ropes for leverage. However, the decision was reversed and Bruno was awarded the match for disqualification. Also on that card, Andre the Giant, Chief Jay Strongbow and Billy Whitewolf defeat Stan Hansen and the Executioners. Rocky Tamaro defeats Ted Adams. Nikolai Volkov defeats Emmanuel Soto. Ivan Putski defeats Doug Gilbert. Kevin Sullivan Jose Gonzalez to a draw. SD Jones defeats Davy O'Hanna. And Johnny Rivera defeats Johnny Rods. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's head down to ringside and you will now listen to the September the 12th edition of All Star Championship Wrestling. Uh, it, it does feature commercials as well, so don't panic. Uh, and we'll see you on the flip side. Please enjoy. <laughs> The following wrestling exhibition requires discretionary viewer participation. The Executioners, the tag team champions of the world, scheduled to be here this week on All Star Wrestling. Hello, everybody. My name is Vince McMahon. I'll be all right in a few minutes. And standing next to me is Antonino Rocca. As we know, not only the executioner is scheduled on hand, but another tag team combination will also be seeing Jay Strongbow and Billy Whitewell. You know, General, every time the Indians, they come up, you know, I enjoy it. And by themselves, they can cover a beautiful program, you know. They got a tremendous class. But the big King Kong will come out too. Brody, huh? Bruiser Brody is indeed wow. the King Kong of pro wrestling. 
Well, you know, he's a terror, I believe. I call him the vulture, you know, because he's ready to demolish everybody. Really, he's a big guy, and then I think the show will be tremendous because we got a bunch of good champions, and of course, uh, behind you, uh, we're going to enjoy everyone's. Yes, indeed, Antonio. I guess you'll be taking your shoes off as oh, usual, absolutely. and we'll be back as we continue as Antonio takes his shoes off. The return match that everybody is talking about. Ivan Putski looking forward to visiting with his Polish army. And he's certainly going to need that Polish army come this Friday night as he'll be opposing in the return match the bounty hunter from Borger, Texas, Stan Hansen. Let's bring on a confident Mr. Hansen right now, along with his manager, Freddie Black. Man, you'll see one thing missing from my man, Stan Hansen. He doesn't have the lariat on. You know why? Because I'm having a duplicate made. I guarantee in this time that things go loaded for bear. One was bad enough, Mr. Putski, but two, a doubleheader for you. Kapow, the old cock and locker, gonna smash you to smithereens. What? You know what I'm talking about, Putski? Little pipsqueak you, you're going up against a man now, the world's heavyweight champion, the man that broke San Martino's neck in three places. Cock and lockers coming to Albany. Wow. Governor Dewey's going to be down there ringside again, brother. He's coming down to see wow. the cock and lockers. I strap it That's on. Right. One cock and locker is two lariats, brother, coming right. at you simultaneously from opposite directions, right. like a high and low tackle. And right in football, where they break a man's knee right, right out of his socket. Oh, well, I'm going to break your neck in three lovely. different ways. You're going to have a 12, about a 12 foot neck because right. of the cock and locker is going to stretch your head one way, your body the other. Give me a little room. Give me a little room. That's right. And it's going to go one way and then the other. Bruno, That's right. The Bruno wasn't nothing compared to the Polish powers next Yeah, well, it's going to be happening here in Albany. Just from My friends and I used to use this. Now we use new Listermint. And if you wonder how a mouthwash called Listermint will taste, you should know that a panel of regular Scope users found Listermint just as good tasting as Scope. A new Listermint is test-proven more effective than Scope at keeping your breath fresh and clean. New Listermint mouthwash. Tastes as good as it works. New Listermint. Tastes as good as it works. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is All-Star Wrestling, promoted by Phil Zatko, Supervised by the State Athletic Commission, Howard McCall is chairman, Bob Patterson secretary, and the officials assigned by the State Athletic Commission, Chief Deputy Commissioner in charge, Nick Santoro, the doctor in attendance at ringside, Dr. Warren Silverman, the timekeeper at the bell, Mike Mittman, and the referees for this hour of wrestling, Dick Worley, Wee Willie Weber, Mario Savaldi, and my name is Joe McHugh. Now the opening, the opening contest, it is a tag team match. It is scheduled for one fall with a 10 minute time limit. Here in the corner to my left, from South Bend, Indiana, weighing 280 pounds, Doug Gilbert. And ladies and gentlemen, he corrected me, he said he is known as Gas House Gilbert. And, and his partner, 
from Peru, South America, weighing 245 pounds, Rocky Tomeo. And here in the corner to my right, from Lexington, Massachusetts, weighing 232 pounds, it is Kevin Sullivan. And his partner from Puerto Rico, weighing 235 pounds, Jose Gonzalez. Jose Gonzalez, along with Kevin Sullivan, should be quite a tag team combination here to open up things on all side wrestling against Rocky Tomeo, Gas House Gilbert, and here we go with the action. On Monday, September 27th, at the Kingston Municipal Auditorium, the feature bout will be the Executioners against the team of Gorilla Monsoon and Victor Rivera. Also on the card will be Big Bobo Brazil, Big Tamaya, and many, many more. That'll be at the Kingston Municipal Auditorium on Monday, September 27th. Remember that date. Tomorrow, it appears as though Rocky Tomeo is in control over Jose Gonzalez. At Mino, Gonzalez and Sullivan have been talking about teaming up for quite some time, and uh, it's good to see him here in action. Oh, absolutely. They're a tremendous young team, and they're going to be ahead. You know, they, are, they got the memento. They got the desire to go, and uh, I wish them the best because they deserve it. They are two great competitors. And here in the ring now is Gas House Gilbert. Why do you think they call him Gas House, as you know? Well, I believe, you know, it's a predative of a gasoline house. You know, that's what I, I was checking in uh, uh, the Encyclopedia Britannica, you know. And uh, Last week you said he was big as a house and full of gas. Well, gasoline house, they say. <laughs> he is quite some competitor at uh, 200 and close to 80 pounds, I believe. Yes, generally, he's a very, very, very powerful young fellow, and uh, he's a little eccentric, you know. And, uh, well, they say, you know, that uh, everyone with a red head, you know, a red color of the, of the air. They are very eccentric. That's what some friend of mine, some psychiatrist from Austria told me. So that is why he's using about this gas house Gilbert. Gilbert at the moment doing quite well against uh, popular Jose Gonzalez. Big farm smashed there in the corner. Trying to use all those 280 pounds to his advantage. Ed Butt, that'll send him reeling. The key, of course, in all tag team competition is indeed coordination. Oh, bulldog him down. Coordination and teamwork, and if you don't have it, regardless of how good you are individually, then you will not succeed as a tag team combination. I believe this is the first time that Gilbert has teamed up with Rocky Tomeo. Gonzalez with a ride to the far side, and Gilbert taking his time going over and out, foot up to the chest in complete control. But a nice reversal indeed. Wait a minute, there's Tomeo in there. And Sullivan comes in. Still Doug Gilbert in control here, hammering away on Jose Gonzalez. Wow. 
Wide open. I'm su quite surprised, Anthony, that Gonzalez, despite the double-teaming effort uh, on the part of his opponents, has not been able to go over to tag Kevin Sullivan. Well, there he goes right now. Gonzalez coming back. Oh, still cannot make it. Mm. Trying to tire Gonzalez out. Brody. Second, make that Gilbert as Kevin Sullivan looks on. And again, Gonzalez making his way over. Trying to tag. You see the extended arm there of Kevin Sullivan. Jose Gonzalez up there could be curtains for him here. Now, wait a minute. There you see he's choking with the left hand. We can see it clearly from our vantage point. Referee Dick Worley cannot. And Gilbert trying to keep the feet of Gonzalez right in the face of the referee. Ooh. In for the cover, a count of two. And miraculously, you can see Gonzalez. Look at this. Trying to make his yes, indeed, makes it. Kevin, a house of fire. This back Snap the 280 pounder down. Here comes Jose. Tag was made and uh-oh. Oh, Jose knew exactly what he was doing. Frequent tag, now they're cooking. Sullivan and Gonzalez with momentum now, doing quite well against Tomeo. Again, you see a tag. On occasion, Anthony, we will see a tag when normally you would think that a uh, person has things well in hand. But it's designed, the frequent tag is designed normally to confuse people, as I understand. Oh, absolutely, generally, you know. The question is that, that I, and the question, the, they was very smart. He was trying to get the best, I believe, you know, of Gonzalez. But he come back very strong now. And, uh, I think that now Doug Gilbert and Rocky Tamayo, they are in problem. They got problem. They got problem. Off the rope. No. Hook the rope. on his feet that time when a reared back out of right field was going to let him have it. corner and oh look at that tremendous peripheral vision on the part of Kevin Sullivan and now Gonzalez comes in and takes over where Sullivan left off oh but he saw the tag there from behind by Rocky Tomeo and guess how Skirber in control riding high 
You don't often see a 280-pounder do stuff like that. Gilbert slowing things down now, trying to use his power. Tagging Tomeo again, and wide open is Jose Gonzalez. Tomeo certainly takes fooling advantage of it. Gilbert's in a corner, and here comes Jose. Look at this maneuver. Out he goes. Right back up again. And Gilbert is going to take a breather. Oh, no, he's not. Gonzalez won't let him. Breaking those fingers into the torso of Kevin Sullivan. Sullivan cannot quite make it. Gilbert's going to make sure he doesn't make it. Gilbert wants to come in. Look at this maneuver on the part of Doug Gilbert. Could roll them all over. Press on the part of Doug Gilbert. An unwilling flying body press who knocked his tag team partner down to the canvas as well. Coming off, drop. 280 pounder really getting up there. That certainly could take its toe kind of one, two, and the foot is out over the rope. Tomeo trying to push it off, but nevertheless. Referee breaks it up, tag was made, and here comes Rocky Tomeo. Hang it up to the hips, count of one, count of two, and that's all. Was it a count of three? Do you know, do you think it was a count of three there, or exactly what happened? Well, I don't know, Jenna, I believe that I was just getting close, and the thing to reach two, and that time limit come out. I don't know, I'm very close about that, General. Well, let's get the official word. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this bout went the full fast and furious ten minutes. The referee, Dick Worley, declares the bout a draw. Look at that! If that isn't a way to leave the ring, and the fans here love it. Sullivan Gonzalez victorious. Let's go to action we saw earlier here in this match. Here now, Doug Gilbert thinks he has things well in He'll go up. Referee Dick Worley kind of blocking Gonzalez there. Otherwise, Gonzalez would have been able to block the legs coming up of Doug Gilbert. Now they have him. Gilbert, you see him trying to motion over, trying to take his momentum down to take both of But look at this. No, they throw him right into his tag team partner, Rocky Tomeo. 
Here's more action now. Kevin Sullivan coming over, hooking the hips. The momentum pulling him down very nicely. Of course, there a move where he could break his neck, but nevertheless, a very schooled, very adept young athlete here in Kevin Sullivan. There you see Tomeo breaking it up, and we'll be breaking it up and be right back with Stan Hansen as we continue in just a moment. Windows, there's only one name you need to know. Anderson. Anderson Windows. The last word in quality and wide selection. And when it comes to buying windows, there's only one name you need to know. Welsh and Gray Lumber Corporation. Their carload sale makes it possible for you to buy any Anderson window at 30% off now through September 22nd. 100% cash down ensures you nearly one-third off any Anderson product. And Welsh and Gray delivers free. No minimum order, no awkward pickups, no hassle. It's what they're there for, to make it easy for you. Welsh and Gray Lumber Corporation. Most gasolines are either unleaded for a clean running engine or regular for price and performance. But between the two, there's a gap you can drive a truck through. Introducing Getty Unleaded Regular, the octane performance of regular with the clean running smoothness of unleaded. And it sells for less than most other major unleaded's. So why choose between unleaded or regular when you can have the best of both? Getty Unleaded Regular. Journey into a nightmare. A terrifying adventure into the unknown. Shadow of the Hawk, rated PG. Pray it never happens to you. Starts Wednesday at these theaters and also showing at a theater near you. There is nothing childlike about cancer, and yet it is the number one killer disease of our children. Join us in the battle to eliminate cancer and all other catastrophic childhood diseases from the face of the earth. Send your gifts to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, here he is right outside the ring there, the colorful fashion plate of wrestling, Fred Blossie. The next contest is scheduled for one fall with a 10-minute time limit here in the corner to my left from Borger, Texas, weighing 317 pounds. Here is the master of the lariat, the bounty hunter, Stan Hansen. And his opponent in the corner to my right from New, from Londonderry, New Hampshire, weighing 268 pounds, it is Pete Austin. Pete Austin, roll of newcomer. Against the bounty hunter. Hanson, big, rugged. And here we go with the action. This Friday at the Big Albany Armory, the feature attraction will be the return match between Big Stan Hansen and the popular Polish power Ivan Putski. Also on the card will be the well-known lady wrestlers in a tag team contest. So, you be there this Friday at the Albany Armory. Chaps and his hat over here close to Antonino Rocca and somehow or another they found their way to the floor. 
Well, sir, Pete Austin, opponent of Stan Hansen. Kind of lucky winding up, finding himself on his feet out there on the outside. hammering away Stan Hansen unquestionably ready for action here opponent Pete Austin. He uh, will be leaving Stan Hansen's hat on the desk here any longer. Austin really in bad shape now. Hansen coming down with a knee across the head. I think you can count to 100, but Hansen doesn't want you to count. No, sir. Hansen loves what he's doing, and of course, he is instructed almost to the letter by Mr. Fred Blassie. Austin whipped in a rope. Elbow goes down. Heard that big bellow from Stan Hansen. The fans reacting to it. Hansen certainly not one of the favorites here in the arena. Whip. Here comes it. Here it comes. We can see just a moment there. Hansen adjusting that armband for the Larry. It is indeed all over. victorious let's get the official word and the time three minutes and 31 seconds here is the winner the master of the lariats Dan Hansen that's a victorious let's take a look at action that we saw earlier here in this match with Hansen against Pete Austin here we go now it's Stan Hansen Already inflicting punishment, a tremendous amount of it, on Pete Austin. Austin now, no place to go, dazed, almost out of it. Whipped to the rope, still up on his feet, though. Biggest, best thing he could do is hang on to that rope. But nevertheless, coming off of there, Stan Hansen with the lariat, crush Pete Austin. And indeed, ladies and gentlemen, it's all over. Chalk up another victory for Stan Hansen.
bunch is coming. The wild bunch is coming. here welcoming you to the Firestone Car Service Center where you can count on us to help you get maximum mileage. We specialize in front end alignment and precision wheel balancing. We replace worn out shocks and overhaul drum and disc brakes and return the worn out parts. Want to know more about Firestone's max mileage car service? Monroe-Matic heavy-duty shock absorbers only $9.88 each. Available at Firestone stores and participating dealers. Husband died. Feeding three children and making ends meet became my responsibility. I got a job, and I work hard, but it just isn't enough. So I buy these food stamps. Look, I hate having to use them. But if that's what it takes for my kids to eat right, that's what I'm going to do. Sure, life is tough, but I'm tougher. To find out about food stamps, call toll-free 800-342-3710. Right here with me, ladies and gentlemen, at the moment, Fred Blassie along with Stan Hansen. We just saw an example of Stan Hansen's work in the ring a moment ago. You know, after taking a look at these unruly people out here, I can readily understand. Now you got a pencil neck geek sitting back over here. He ain't got any teeth in his mouth, and he ain't never going to use those teeth that he bought in the dime store because he's got them in his hip pocket. Then you got another dingling over here. He's got a pair of glasses on, look like the bottom of Coke bottles. Now what, you see a bunch of pencil neck geeks like that, now how can you come out here and make an intelligent interview? What because do you think I can readily understand, you, BQ Boyle. and the rest of these pencil neck geeks, I can understand why you're envious of the great Stan Hansen and Freddie Blassie. Because you're sitting there and drooling, wish that you could do all the things that we, all the accomplishments that we have done in the past and we will continue to do in the future. You know, when I went down there and looked for revenge, I didn't go down to Texas looking for a scientific wrestler. I went and looked down there looking for the roughest, toughest, meanest man I could find. Because I knew this was a type of man that would get revenge for me. And this is a man that has got revenge for me. And I guarantee you, he will continue getting revenge for me. Right, Stan? Mr. Hanson? You know, I don't have to brag. I don't have to yell. I don't have to do nothing. Because I do all my talking right in the middle of the ring, brother. Let me tell you something. When Mr. Blassie come got me off my chicken farm, and he offered me a lot of money to come up here and get after six or seven guys. Everybody has been hurt. Putsky, San Martino, Danucci, Danucci, and all these other goofs. Everybody, brother, I'm telling you, I've done exactly what I'm saying. That's why I don't have to, that's why I don't have to brag, Mr. McMahon. And you know something, I got a few words for you, too. You're trying to get involved a little bit. I wish you would get involved. I wish that fat guy right over there would get involved a little bit. I wish the guy, the goofy guy with the big nose would get involved, brother, that helps you commentate. I wish the cameraman, anybody, I want to meet somebody that's worth a dang. In other words, he's issuing a challenge to the whole wide world. Not just only the pencil neck geeks like you, 
And not no pencil neck geeks like that Argentina rocker. And not no pencil neck geeks like Gorilla Monsoon. Or a pencil neck geek like Bruno San Martino. Or a pencil neck geek like Jose Strongbow. Or a pencil neck geek like Billy Whitewolf. Or a pencil neck geek like Ivan Putsky. You know what I'm talking about? Those are not men. Now here's what I call a real man. Here's a man that went out and broke Bruno San Martino's neck. And here's a man that has broken not only one neck, but numerous necks and will continue to do so. Because guys like you, that's just what he does down on the farm. Chop off chickens' heads. Mr. Hanson, you undoubtedly have a tremendous reputation, and no question about that. Your reputation only preceded by the acts that we see here presently, taking on opponent after opponent. However, it has been uh, brought to our attention, to some of the fans bringing it to our attention, to Mr. Blassie on occasion, when certain contracts, mentioning no names, were presented to you to face individuals of uh, extraordinary caliber, you would not do it. Now you're lying. Now you're lying. Never, never in my wrestling career have I ever sidestepped an issue. And never will I ever step aside, step an issue when a contract isn't put in front of me and I feel that the man is worthy. And I say worthy, spelled with a capital W, is worthy of getting in a ring with my world champion. Then and only then will I sign that contract. In other words, I'm not out there to deliberately hurt nobody because I would not hurt nobody. In other but words, I would. <laughs> I will hurt somebody. That's exactly what I'm paid to do. You know, a lot of people come around here to the East Coast and has bragged and proclaimed that they were going to do something. Did you get that proclaimed? They proclaimed to do something, but I'm the only one that does it. I'm the one that said I'd get Bruno San Martino. A lot of people said it, but I'm the only one that broke his neck. A lot of people said they get, they get rid of the Polish mouth. Ivan Putsky, I've got rid of him. Where is the guy? He's back in Poland, sucking on his mama's arm or something. I don't know what. He's looking for help. That's what he's doing. Because I'm right here, and I've dished out the punishment. I'm the guy that beat everybody. I'm the one that the man is paying me a lot of money to do. We've got the greatest bond in professional wrestling. Greenbacks, brother, right on the hand every time I produce. And I produce a lot. And that's why I'm in great demand by everybody. But I'm under contract to Mr. Blassie. I'm going to stay that way because he keeps laying that heavy bread on me. There were some reports that there's a growing dissension between you and Mr. Stan Hansen. There's no dissension. Because, like I say, I love victories, and I don't care what it costs me. So there's no dissension in my behalf. Stan Hansen, like he said, he and I have the greatest bond in the world because it's that green stuff, that silent stuff. See, when I hire a man like Stan Hansen, I know he wants to be well paid, and the only way to keep a man like this happy is give him money. And the only way to keep me happy is win for me. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, from Stan Hansen, the bounty hunter from Borger, Texas, and his manager, Mr. Fred Blassie. We'll be back as we continue in a moment. You're watching Great Footwork, NCAAs, the first shoes approved by the National Collegiate Athletic Association. NCAAs, Great Footwork, endorsed by the NCAA for superior fit, feel, performance, and comfort. NCAAs, Great Footwork, available for men and women in suede, leather, and canvas from only $14 to $27. NCAAs, Great Footwork, in the sporting goods department at Montgomery Ward. Brian Co. presents Hit After Hit, a sensational new album. 20 great hits with Silver Convention. Shake it up, shake it down. Johnny Taylor's giant hit. Elvin Bishop. Andrea True Connection. You get Morris Alpert plus Diana Ross, David Ruffin, Melissa Manchester, and many more great stars. It's a super album packed with hit after hit like this one by Eric Carmen. 
Vicki Sue Robinson. Daryl Hall and John Oates' great hit. The Bay City Rollers. Yes, it's the biggest collection of hits ever on one album. It's hit after hit from Ronco, only $5.99. Tape $6.99. Available at all Mac Drugs, Woolworth, A&P, Newberry, Brits, Barker's, Montgomery Ward, and Sears. Ever have croissant beer? What kind of beer? How's that? Is your beer consistently great tasting every single time? Come on, Charlie, what beer is? Schaefer. Since 1842, Schaefer has croissant its beer. Croissant's an extra step, an old world way of brewing twice that keeps Schaefer consistently fresh and crisp, great tasting every time. Great. Croissant just made me Schaefer people. Go out and get a Schaefer and be Schaefer people too. Ladies and gentlemen, this next contest, it is a tag team match. It is scheduled for one fall with a 10-minute time limit. Here in the corner to my right, that popular Indian tag team from Pohuska, Oklahoma, weighing 247 pounds, Chief J. Strongbow. And his partner, from Ardmore, Oklahoma, weighing 240 pounds, Billy Weiswold. And here in the corner to my left, from Boston, Massachusetts, weighing 255 pounds, Gene Dundee. And his partner from the Isle of Malta, Weighing 275 pounds, it is Baron Miguel Cicluna. Baron Miguel Cicluna, Gene Dundee, together, I believe, for the first time. Against the Indian tag team combination, we're set for action. Wrestling returns to the Kingston Municipal Auditorium on Monday, September 27th with the Executioners meeting the strong team of Gorilla Monsoon and Victor Rivera. There'll be others on the card, too, including Bobo Brazil and Big Tamaya. It'll be at the Kingston Municipal Auditorium on Monday, September 27th. I sure hope you can be there. Falling on hard times, literally here and down to the canvas he goes. That's you know the big Baron here, not rated uh, as a lot of people feel uh, as though he should be, not rated as highly as a lot of people feel as though he should be, thinking he's a very underrated wrestler. Oh, absolutely, General. You know the Baron, the big Baron, he's a big man. He got versatility. And he know how to wrestle. Of course, he got his character, but you got to give it credit. In my opinion, he's one of the ten best in the world, in general. He could be five, six, seven, but he's a great, great guy, and uh, he's a he's a great wrestler. Antonino, don't blame Desinex. <laughs> well, sorry. Apparently, there are a few people around here that like to have Antonino put his shows, shoes back on. He's not about to, though, I'm sure. Oh, no, Jerry, I take a shot a few times a day, you know that. 
<laughs> Trey Strongbow in the ring. Strongbow to House of Fire. Dundee on the outside. There goes the Indian after him. Right around the corner. Dundee into the ring post. And look what Jay Strongbow has. Willie or Woe, do you know he's tempted to let him have it? That is literally a lethal weapon in there, Strongbow has. Oh, boy, he's like a big hammer. And Baron Mikel Sakuna set to take on Jay Strongbow. And you can see Strongbow's stance there, not... Uh, not, well, don't tell him what is going to happen here in Strongville with a very intense expression. Strongbow's gonna pull him off. Strongbow on the outside of the ring. Tremendous mobility in this man, Jay Strongbow. Look at that. Double chop. Sakuna in control at the moment. His strongbow backed up into the wrong corner. Strongbow in a bit of trouble now. Trying to make his way over. Does indeed tag his partner, Billy White Wolf. Coming over. Good day to one side and meets his tag team partner. yelling come on Bill that's one thing after you know you only have to hand the uh, Indian tag team combination they attempt to encourage one another all the time oh absolutely general they are a tremendous combination and uh, you know the feelings uh, is uh, with a mutual respect which would mean a lot of things on the tag team 
Rockwell with a top rope. Look at the foot coming right up there. The knee comes up. Strong boy to Warpath. White Wolf stepping in. Double chop. Now he'll go. Here's another attack. Look at this maneuver. A sleeper hole. Gundy a big man and he's going down right away. Look at this. Strong ball applying the sleeper hold. And down he'll go. Here is the time. Six minutes and 18 seconds. The winners are those very popular Indian tag team, Chief Jay Strongbow and Billy Whitehall. Strongbow. Whitehall dancing their way to victory. And let's take a look at action we saw earlier here as Strongbow is indeed on the warpath. Up on his feet now, Gene Gundy. He goes to the down, up to the chest, and tag was made. Here coming, stepping in is Billy Whitewolf. Whitewolf hammering down again. Gene Dundee tag made. Jay Strongbow over the top rope. And at the same time, Dundee comes off the ropes waiting for him as Jay Strongbow wraps him up right up underneath the carotid nerve there. And listen, it's curtains for Gene Dundee. We'll be back as we continue with Bruiser Brody. Big, bold, untamed. Built by strong men with a taste for adventure. This is the heritage of Big Red, a new breed of chewing gum. Big Red with a big, bold taste that makes your mouth come alive. Chew the new breed of gum with the bold, clean bite. And the big, strong flavor that's bound to get you right. Big Red, it packs the Wrigley brand. Prices of aluminum and steel keep going up. But buying by the truckload, Martin Aluminum can pass the savings on to you. No one can beat our prices for professional work on aluminum siding, overhang, and trim, especially right now during our truckload sale. Take advantage of this offer while our stocks last. For a free estimate of your aluminum siding project, drop in at our new showroom or call 869-9559. Martin, the name you can rely on. Wouldn't you love the steak tonight Tender and juicy Cooks us right A meal that'll satisfy Your appetite At Ponderosa Get a steak A salad A baked potato too Get a square meal Square deal Square meal Square deal At Ponderosa some of the strangest and most interesting stories you'll ever see are not fiction. They're true adventures which take place in the wild kingdom. Each week, travel to another part of the world for a close-up look at these stories. Join host Marlon Perkins for Wild Kingdom when it moves to its new time, Sundays at 6.30 p.m. beginning September 19th on Channel 6. and colorful Grand Wizard of Wrestling right now. The 
next contest, it is scheduled for one fall with a 10-minute time limit. Introducing from Columbus, Ohio, weighing 240 pounds, Frankie Williams. And his opponent from Santa Fe, New Mexico, weighing 320 pounds, here he is, Bruiser Frank Barodi. So the big Bruiser is here with us this week. All 320 some odd pounds of him. We're set for action. This Friday at the Albany Armory, the popular lady wrestlers will be on the program with a team of Donna Chotanello, Vivian St. John, against a team of Vicki Williams and Kitty Adams. With the main attraction will be a return bout between Big Stan Henson and the popular Polish power Ivan Putski. That'll be this Friday at the Albany Armory. You saw a sign here in the background, G-O-O-N, Goon. A lot of people certainly feel it could apply here in Brody's case, Anthony, you know. Oh, absolutely, you know that. Brody may be the most powerful man in professional wrestling. There's a possibility of that. A strong possibility. Grand Wizard calls him the King Kong of professional wrestling. And as you were saying earlier, Anthony, you know, it kind of resembles King Kong, doesn't he? Oh, absolutely. He's a very close. I think King Kong will look better than him. <laughs> well, Brody's just about as strong as King Kong. Yes, it is, General. He's a big, big guy. He got a tremendous balance for wrestling. He was doing Greco-Roman style before. Look at the power it took to lift that man up like that. Brody walking around with a backbreaker, and Williams wasting no time in surrendering. Down to the canvas, another victim of Bruiser Brody. Now here is the time, one minute and 46 seconds. Here is the winner, Bruiser Frank Barodi. Look at the size of the Bruiser's arms, will you? Enormous physique, very powerful man indeed. Bruiser Brody continues his winning ways, undefeated thus far on All-Star Wrestling. Escorted back to the dressing room with the Grand Wizard of Wrestling. We'll be back with the Tag Team Champions of the World, the Executioners. Right, ladies and gentlemen, Nikolai Volkov, as we stated last week, will be making his initial appearance in Albany. And you can see the man is impressive. There's no question about that. But certainly impressive only in perhaps a different way will be his opponent, Pete Sanchez, who has an extraordinary amount of speed and quite a bit of agility, and perhaps you'll have an advantage in that department over the powerful Nikolai Volkov. Well, may I point this out, my good man, Pete Sanchez is a well-conditioned athlete, but the man only stands 5'10", weighing some 237 pounds, not to compare with the one and only Nikolai Volkov. Look at the man's biceps, triceps, dorsal muscles. Look at the expression of the man's face. The man is in a peak of condition, fine-tuned, 22-inch bicep, 62-inch chest, the man is untouchable, he's unbelievable. He's the captain's find, and I will predict that this time he will be the next Worldwide Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Champion. 
and Pete Sanchez merely a stepping stone onto the San Martino belt. I guess you'd be rather upset should Pete Sanchez defeat uh, Nikolai Volkov. Well, as I said, I do not contemplate trouble. I don't feel that Pete Sanchez not taking anything for the man. He is a capable opponent. Uh, well, that's perhaps in the minor leagues. Sanchez is a professional wrestler, well-tuned and well-schooled. The man was an amateur champion, but he is a smaller man. He doesn't possess the strength or the size or the heart to cope with a man such as Nikolai Volkov. Therefore, I cannot give it more thank than you, four or five minutes at the most. I thank you. Lou Albano, along with Nikolai Volkov, incidentally also making his appearance this Friday night, his first appearance, Tor Kamata. Hi, I'm Wally Bruner. You know, if you're planning on building a new home or remodeling your present home, there's something you should think about. A beautiful contemporary fireplace like this one from Majestic. You know, there's nothing like a fireplace to brighten up a room, add color and warmth to a dark corner, and a touch of romance. See the wonderful world of Majestic Fireplaces. Visit the Fireside Shop at 1875 Central Avenue in Colony. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this next contest is a non-titled tag team match. It is scheduled for one fall or two curfew. Here in the corner to my right from Puerto Rico, weighing 220 pounds, Johnny Rivera and his partner from New York City weighing 220 pounds Ted Adams and here in the corner to my left from parts unknown at a combined weight of 578 pounds the tag team champions of the world, ladies and gentlemen, the executioners. And here, ladies and gentlemen, is the manager of the executioners, Captain Lou Albano. Captain Lou Albano. Looking over here at Anthony Rocca, set for action here in the non-title tag team match. to the other side and Johnny Rivera having his problems here in the early stages of this match against the executioners. Double team Johnny Rivera. Count of one. That's all they can get. Uh-oh Rivera looks like he's going to go for a ride here. The executioner must be getting a little dizzy in his own right. No, but executioner on top of Johnny Rivera. You remind me, Jenna, one time that when the Gorilla Monsoon Tech, these uh, 
behind the highly key about a little round, remember? Boy, I'll say, no contest there. And at the moment, there's no contest with Johnny Rivera against the execution because there is a double team here. Now, again, another airplane spin. Mm -hmm. That's designed, you know, for the blood to go to the... Oh, look at the execution oh, oh. here, a little bit dizzy. <laughs> Rivera, again, in a lot of trouble. His partner, Ted Adams, you see him wanting to come over to help out. Boy, you need about four or five referees in there every time the executionist wrestle after the mm, He's a tough mouth to control, you know. Executioners continue with their attack on Johnny Rivera. Rivera coming off the ropes there, and the executioner still in control. Rivera, pound for pound, is quite an athlete indeed, but against these super heavyweights of the executioner. Now Rivera will make it over to tag his partner, Ted Adams, and Rivera, as you can see, and not in the greatest of condition at the moment. And this young fellow, Ted Adams, appears to be doing even less than Johnny Rivera could do against these executioners. They sidebutt, you know, General. These two young fellows, they are afraid, I believe, and that the world champion, perhaps, they are too much for them, but they are wrong. They should go in the ring and try the best. Oh, you see Ted Adams high in the air there. And so is the executioner coming down on top. Submission hold not surprising at all from the executioner. Well, Rivera and Ted Adams proved, proved to be no competition at all for the executioners. Let's get the official word, if we may. And here is the time, four minutes and 20 seconds. Here is your winners, the executioners. The executioners victorious if we can. We're going to have a word with Lou Albano and his tag team champions, the executioners. Of course, as we saw this week, there was indeed very little competition from the opponents of the executioners. Mr. Albano, it appears to me that indeed your executioners, if they uh, feel these, this is the caliber of wrestlers they're going to be meeting. They're going to be for a rude awakening in the very near future. Well, let me tell you something, Jack. I want to tell you it's like taking Bowden House pie from a baby. My champions are out there in motion. You've seen poetry in motion. You've seen what they can do against these competitors, against any competitors in the world today. We would like, you know, San Martino, Ivan, Putsky, Jay Strongbow, one of us, number one. Hey, you got to watch this. You call those battle points. We treat all our points exactly the same way. Mediocre. We're going to ring against Strongbow, 
and my well-free treatment Dr. Sanway has two mediocre performance. They call us the executioners for one reason only because we are the champions and we execute our points just like you've seen us do. Do away with them just now. Mr. Alfano, please, can you calm down a moment? All right, go ahead, go ahead. What would you like to hear, Mr. TV announcer? You like to hear me too? Come on, Mr. Come on. That's quite all right. You can use the chair. Hit me with the chair, Mr. TV. Just to let you know the caliber of champion that the captain is handling. The men are brutal, the men are powerful, the men are strong, they are untouchable, unbeatable. And, brother, under the guidance and tutelage of the captain, they will be champions for a long, long time. Let me tell you that, Jim. You understand what I'm talking about? You listen to me, Steve? Yes, indeed. And the fans certainly are as well, although it has been reported to us that. The executioners here, a little reluctant to, uh, a little, actually, let's face it, avoiding Jay Strongbow and well, Billy Whitewell. why don't you bring Jay Strongbow and Billy Whitewell out here right now? We're ready for them. We're ready for them, brother, at any time. We're ready for San Martino. We're ready for Putsky. We're ready for Mickey Mouse. We're ready for a hind leg of thousand hind legs, brother. There ain't a team in the world today. There you have it from the executioners. There you have it from the Albano and the tag team champions of the world, the executioners. Join us next week, same time, same station, for more action right here on All Star Wrestling. You're talking to the captain. I'm the captain. Hopefully you enjoyed that, ladies and gentlemen. That was part one. That was the 12th of September, 1976. We will go now and see what happens around the rest of the wrestling world until we get to the 27th of March, 1977. On the 24th of September, 1976, Stephanie McMahon is born. 4th of October 1976, Bruno San Martino pins Bruiser Brody in a Texas death match at Madison Square Garden to retain the WWF World title. Also on that card, Stan Hansen and Nikolai Volkov defeat Ivan Putsky and Gorilla Monsoon by countout. Chief Jay Strongbow and Billy Whitewolf defeat the Executioners. Bobo Brazil defeats Baron Mikel Cicluna. Victor Rivera defeats Doug Gilbert. Kevin Sullivan defeats Rocky Tamaro. Manuel Soto battles John Rivera to a draw. Jose Gonzalez defeats Tony Altamur. SD Jones defeats Pete Doherty. Pete Sanchez defeats Tony Rods. 26th of October 1976, the executioners are stripped of the WWF World Tag Team titles for using a third member in a match against Chief Jay Strongbow and Billy Whitewolf. 22nd of November 1976, WWF holds a show in Madison Square Garden where they see Stan Stasiak defeating Bruno San Martino by countout. Stan Hansen battled Gorilla Monsoon to a draw. Bobo Brazil battled Bruiser Brody to a draw. Ivan Putski defeated Tor Kamata by disqualification. Trevor Guerrero defeats Rocky Tamara. World Women's Champion the Fabulous Mueller defeats Joyce Graybar. Chief J. Strongbow defeats Executioner number one. Victor Rivero defeats Executioner number two. Bobo Brazil and Cowboy Colt defeat Billy the Kid and Little John. Doug Gilbert defeats Pete Sanchez. Billy Whitewolf defeats Baron Macosa Cluner. The 1st of January 1977 at the Omni. In Atlanta, GA, NWA World Champions Gene and Ole Anderson defeated Mr. Wrestling and Mr. Wrestling 2. Moti Igor defeats Abdullah the Butcher by disqualification. NWA champion, NWA Georgia champion Dick Slater defeats Dusty Rhodes by disqualification. Thunderbolt Patterson defeats The Sheik by disqualification. Bill Watts defeats the Mongolian Stomper. Killer Tim Brooks defeats Ray Rougeau. Ray Rougeau, even. <laughs> Ray Rougeau. Hi! Black Atlas defeats Bill White. 
Bob Backlund defeats El Gocho. Ricky Steamboat defeats Bill Howard. Sue Green won a battle royal. 17th of January 1977, Madison Square Garden. 16,000 people witnessed Ken Patera defeating WWWF champion Bruno San Martino by countout. Ivan Koloff battled Bruiser Brody to a no contest. Chief Jay Strongbow and Billy Whitewolf defeat the executions. Bobo Brazil defeats Stan Stasek by disqualification. Pat Patterson defeats Baron Mikhail Sukluna. Nikolai Volkov def- and Tor Kamata defeat Manuel Soto and Dominic Danucci. Greg Garnier defeats Johnny Rods. Doug Gilbert defeats Don Serino. Jose Gonzalo battled Pete Sanchez to a draw. 6th of February 1977, Harley Race defeats Terry Funk in Toronto, Canada to win the NWA World Championship for a second time. Also on this card, Bobo Brazil defeats the Sheik for the US title. The Crusaders defeat the Kelly Twins to retain the international tag team titles. Eduardo Carpentier and Gino Berto defeat Tarzan Taylor and Reginald Love by disqualification. Chief J. Strongbow and Stan Stasiak defeat the Wolfman and Ivan Koloff. Michelle Baroon... Michelle... Michelle Baroni defeated Bill Morgan. Ivan Koloff defeated Lou Klein. Chris Tolos and Baron von Krupp defeat a battle the Beast and Steve Bolas to a draw. 7th of March 1977, there is a show in Madison Square Garden. 26,492 witness WWF champion Bruno San Martino defeating Ken Patera due to blood stoppage Chief Jay Strongbow and Billy Whitewolf defeating Stan Stazet and Tor Kamata. Dusty Rhodes defeating Rocky Tamara. Some newspaper sources and at least one television show said that Dusty Rhodes' MSG show was a win over Pete Doherty, so no one quite knows. Ivan Putski defeated uh, Executioner number one. Carlos Rocha defeated Executioner number two. Bobo Brazil defeated Jan Nelson. Don Kent battled Jose Gonzalez to a draw. Gino Hernandez defeated Johnny Rods. Tony Guerrero defeated Baramaco Cicluna. Larry Zabisco defeated Doug Gilbert. 15th of March 1977, it's a sad day as Antonina Rocker dies at the age of 54 following a urinary infection. 21st of March 1977, Nick Gulas promotes his first Memphis, Tennessee Mid-South Coliseum show following the split of Booker Jerry Jarrett from the promotion. Jarrett took most of the crew of wrestlers and began holding shows at the Cook Convention Center. The first show post-Jarrett for Gulas is disastrous, only drawing 1,964. The crew of Tony Marino, Leon Chandler, Cora Cobbs, Lady Satan, The Bounty Hunters, Danny Little Bear, Chief Thundercloud, Tojo Yamamoto, George Goulas, The Crimson Terrors, Boba Brazil, and The Sheik. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is it. Um, like I said, this show airs in Albany on the 27th of March, but it was originally aired the 26th of February 1977. It was taped the 9th of February. So, this is, um, this is Antonio... Antonino Rocker's last show, so you will hear Antonino Rocker. Uh, it is also a part show. Um, it's only f- just over forty minutes long, so I think we miss. I don't know what we miss, but again, it's got commercials in it. And we will see you on the end for uh, for the uh, for the bye byes. So please enjoy this episode of All Star Wrestling from the twenty seventh of March, nineteen seventy seven. Please enjoy. Our ladies and gentlemen. This next contest is a handicap match. It is scheduled for one ball with a 10-minute time limit. Here in the corner to my right, from Chicago, Illinois, weighing 268 pounds, Pete Austin. 
and his partner from Panama City, weighing 220 pounds, Steve King. And here, just stepping into the ring from Portland, Oregon, weighing 309 pounds, the 1972 Olympic weightlifting champion, ladies and gentlemen, the strongest man in the world, Ken Patera. And here, ladies and gentlemen, is Ken Patera's manager, Captain Lou Alfano. Louis Alvano, manager of the strongest human being on earth, Ken Patera, and an extraordinary wrestler. We're set for action in the handicap match. Certainly looking forward to the appearance of uh, Tony Gurria and Larry Zabisco teaming up together this Friday night in Washington Avenue Armory in Albany. Gurria and Zabisco have a lot of teamwork together, both about the same age, a lot of uh, timing, teamwork. And it's going to be interesting to see what they can do against Stan the Man Stasiak and his partner from the Orient, Mr. Torquemata. This, of course, in addition to appearances by Jose Gonzalez, SD Special Delivery Jones, and a whole lot more awaiting you this Friday night. Instead from the crowd here. Directing to Ken Patera, taking off his warm-up pants. Capacity crowd on hand. They're going to sit back and enjoy the wrestling here, and we certainly hope you are as well. Well, now normally in a handicap match, one of these two individuals will be on the outside of the ring, but apparently Patera will not object to both Steve King and his partner Pete Austin in there at the same time as now they're double teaming the big strong man. Austin flipped over and around in every other way. Steve King on the receiving end of the punishment from Ken Patera. Scoops him up, flyaway, down to the campus. Austin charging. Patera scoops him up. Slashes him down with equal ease despite the 50-pound weight differential. Patera, look at this. Snapping Steve King down. Austin got in a good lick. Another one. Another one. Patera rocked a bit. They're still double teaming Pete, uh, Ken Patera, and they're doing a very good job. I think that Ken Patera is just trying to test the ability how to take punishment. I don't believe the two can even get close. He's too powerful. I believe he's just he's, a, he's like a training camp. This. 
No chances, Jenner, believe me. Too big, too strong, too vicious. No chances whatsoever. What a low, actually, all. You may be right. Patera with the action slowing down a little bit. He's uh, worn down his opponents a bit. Austin hammered. Absolutely hammered out there on the inside of the ring. And outside of the ring, all over. Austin steps to the ropes, waiting for him there, Ken Patera. Patera scoops him up, hammers him down to the canvas, elbow on top of him now. Referee Dick Worley begins to count, and there's a pile of humanity there as a result of the strength and the abilities of Ken Patera. Certainly, Pete Austin and Steve King gave it everything they could. They tried. However, Patera too much for it appears. Uh, too much for two wrestlers, not to mention one. It is the time, four minutes and 29 seconds. It is the winner, Ken Patera. Ken Patera victorious. Let's take a look at uh, one of his Elbow smashes as now he scoops up with equal ease, hammers him down to the canvas. There's the elbow smash. Patera stack humanity on humanity. Big stack there now. Patera down. Tells the referee to begin to count, and it's all over. We'll be back as we continue with an interesting interview, so stay with us. Yeah, and a cough and a stuffy nose and, and unfortunately a ticket for you, Mr. Otley. Well, I've got something for your cold. <clears throat> Hall's mentholiptus. With vapor action. Wow. That's Hall's vapor action. It penetrates deep to make clogged nasal passages feel clearer. And Hall's soothes your throat to help your cough. Hall, oh, there's just the ticket for my cold. You want to trade tickets? Yeah. <laughs> Hall's mentholiptus with vapor action in cherry and honey lemon, too. TV Sweepstakes, an exciting contest in the Times Union and the Knickerbocker News. It's an easy way to make money. We've got a great little salesman out here on the really clean cars selling for top dollar, the Zbart Seal of Rust Protection. We pay more for a trade-in car with Zbart Protection because we can sell it for more. You'll find a lot of names in rust proofing, but only one name pays off where it counts. Zbart, the name you can trust. Zbart, it's rust or rust. This is an aircraft maintenance log. You'll find one in every licensed plane in the country, because up there is no place for a mechanical failure. This is the Napa Gold Hat maintenance log for your car. It has many of the same features, because a failure here can be dangerous, too. Protect your car with Napa parts in this maintenance log. It's free from participating Gold Hat pros displaying this sign. No vehicle should be without one. That's NAPA. We help keep America moving. 
America's best have always volunteered when needed. Civil Air Patrol volunteers continue that tradition today, serving our country, your community, and you. For information, write Civil Air Patrol Headquarters, Maxwell Air Force Base, Alabama. Out here, ladies and gentlemen, with me at the moment, uh, quite a formidable tag team combination, to say the least. We saw them in action earlier this week. However, uh, I think uh, it was a, a partisan official, or at least certainly the officiating is going to be under review there. S.D. Jones and uh, Jose Gonzalez, I believe, gave this tag team combination everything they could ever ask for. McMahon, if there's any partisanship, it is on behalf of the commentator who can only see what he wants to see. If you looked with both eyes wide open, you would see the Oriental champion, Toro Kamada, the master of kung fu and karate. You would see Stan the Man Stasiak, the former Worldwide Wrestling Federation heavyweight champion. You see greatness in action, and yet you come out here with your prejudices and try to belittle these great athletes. Unbelievable. You see, what you're saying now that we had our hands full, why don't you call it as you see it? Right. It's in the books now as a victory for Tor Kamada and Stan the Man Stasiak, and that's all that matters. You've got to be on top of this situation, I've always said it. You've got to be on top of the situation at all times to be able to win under any pressure, any circumstance. And this is exactly what we did. This is where we prove our greatness as a tag team. We think together, we think alike. This is why I have teamed up with this man. Also, I did mention in the past that I went to the Orient to perfect my heart punch. Well, here is the answer too. This is another big reason why I'm teaming up with him, because he helped me perfect the heart punch. This is why, at this time, there is no defense for the heart punch, and it only means defeat and agony and humiliation and destruction. Mr. Blassie, can we have a word with you? You certainly may. You know, I was listening over here talking, you talking, saying that the tag team that they just finished wrestling gave them such a bad time. Now, how can you stand out before these people here and tell such a bald-faced lie? Everybody here seen that those two pencil neck geeks were beaten within an inch of their life. They had mercy on them. They could have killed them out there. But they were content with just beating them. And that's what I happened. I saw a different match. I saw SDG. Listen, McMahon, you, I know you're sitting over there with that other pencil neck geek over there, and you tell the people what you want them to hear. But if you were to tell the truth, it would be altogether different. I've sat home and watched the same matches on TV, and I sit there and I listen to you commentate, and I tell you I get so sick, i got to run to the bathroom and throw up. Why don't you tell the people, McMahon, why don't you tell them how your paper champions, Jay Strongbow and Billy White Wolf, won their title? They didn't even win their title in the ring. They won their title via a very questionable decision of the commission. I can assure you and the public of one thing. Any match that Toro Kamata and Stan the Man Stasiak are in will be won or lost in the middle of the ring. Not on paper. Correct, Stan? Listen, don't make any more accusations because I'm sick and tired. I have been lenient with a lot of wrestlers, and I have been pretty conservative. Because I got a good heart, that's why. But you know what? It's people like you, people like you, who aggravate people like me and Torquemada and incite us to hurt people even more. So from now on, I'm going to shut your mouth and your partner there that talks all the time, talks, talks, talks for nothing, and makes accusations and lies 
I'm going to start hurting people even more. And you can have a guilty conscience on account of it. But I'm sick and tired of these comments. Mr. Kamata. This Indian has no chance against the great hot punch, Mr. Stanzak, and the great tall commander. No chance. This Indian lost time on TV, maybe. This is an undefeated tag team combination here thus far. Have they been together very long here in the States? We obviously know they have not, but uh, Stan Stasiak made reference to uh, a recent Oriental tour. Frankly, I don't think it's any of your business whether they've worked in the Orient as a tag team or not. Because obviously, McMahon, you are so prejudiced that there is nothing that these two great athletes could say or do in the ring that would change your mind. You are an Indian lover, you're stuck with it, but we're going to show you who the real champions are. The Grand Wizard, Fred Vassie, Tor Kamata, and Stan the Man Stasiak, back in a moment. Look, everybody, it's the Eminem's Candies, man! Yeah! Who can take a peanut? Who can take a peanut? Make it a delight. Make it a delight. Cover it with chocolate, then candy coat it right. The Eminem's man. The Eminem's man. The Eminem's man. And he has a lot of love to make it all taste good. And you know, the milk chocolate melts in your mouth, not in your head. Yeah! Unbelievable. Meet one of the Dodge Aspen Believers. Believe it. You have a Dodge Aspen like this one? Sure do. Why do you believe in it? I like the ride. How'd you come to pick your Aspen? Well, my boyfriend was looking at Dodge trucks, and I looked at the Dodge cars. And you became an Aspen Believer? After I drove it. Did you get a good deal on it? Yes. Uh, they're not giving them away, but I think a good deal. The Dodge Aspen. See it, price it, drive it, and believe. Let Spencer Business Institute of Schenectady open the door to your bright future. Spencer Business Institute can help you follow through on a career in industry, government, or the professions. Apply now for the summer or fall term. Spencer Business Institute of Schenectady, 404 Union Street, opens the doors to opportunity. There's a never-ending fascination in the lives of the creatures of the wild. How they raise their young, their mating behavior, their struggle to survive. You'll witness all of these fascinating stories filmed on location all over the world. Join host Marlon Perkins for Wild Kingdom tonight at 6.30, right here on Channel 6. Carlos Rocha, fine gentleman. Rocha with a European style, defensive style. And here we go with the action. 
approach him with a very nice escape. Up on his feet. Rocha up there and a nice flying head scissor. Beautiful. I say in Portuguese, very good. Muy too big. And uh, Silvano Souza bringing it up there the easy way, going to the ropes. Nice takedown, nice maneuver there on the part of Carlos Rocha. Almost a three again. Champion of Portugal, Carlos Rocha. And I believe uh, Mr. Rocha has been champion of Portugal for quite some time, as you know. Yes, General, for a few years, I would say a few years, you know, and, uh, but he still maintained himself. He go to Europe, you know, he got a yacht over there in Portugal, and he got a, a, about 10, 12 bottles of the fishing sardine, you know, he's involved in sardine. You know, Portugal is very famous for that. So he's a versatile man. He uh, mixed with everything, including wrestling, of course. He got a typical punch of a European wrestler, you know. The uppercut, they go from... Rocha, using that headbutt to his advantage. There it is again. <laughs> over by the cover. Count of one, two, it's over. So Carlos Rocha wasting no time at all here and polishing off from East Providence, Rhode Island, Silvano Souza. That European style or whatever it is has uh, been able for Carlos Rocha to keep his uh, undefeated streak intact. It is time, two minutes and 46 seconds, the winner, Carlos Rocha. Rocha, big smile on his face, victorious. Let's take a look at the headbutt we saw there against Silvano Souza. Winds him out of that corner, he rears back, and he really hits him out. Carlos Rocha on his way to victory. We'll be back as we continue with Baron Von Raschke. Graduation. Even more important, looking ahead to getting a job. Why not look to the United States Marine Corps? We'll teach you special skills and give you a chance for a real future. We can make your high school diploma pay off. You owe it to yourself to see your Marine recruiter or call this toll-free number. The Marines. The few. The proud. The Marines. If you're thinking about contact lenses, think about soft contact lenses from the optical department at Sears. Soft contact lenses. They're just what the name says. Soft, flexible, and for me, they're great. Ask about them at the optical department at Sears. When they say, trust us, we care. Believe them. The optical department at Sears. Contact lenses available now at most optical departments at Sears. It used to be really hard to keep your lawn looking good. Now it's a little easier. But it's a lot easier to protect against ants, fleas, chinch bugs, sod webworms, grubs, and many others. You only need one insecticide. Spectricide 6000 Lawn and Garden Insect Control. It's easy to apply with any fertilizer spreader. 
Spectricide. The all-purpose insecticide also comes in liquid concentrate to protect your lawn and garden. All part of the line of Spectrum home and garden products. Hi, I want you to meet my very special friend, nice friend. This is Rock 99, and I listen to him all day long. Now you're probably asking what this crazy girl possibly get out of listening to a rock. Well, what I get is music. Rock music in full stereo, 24 hours a day. Don't believe me? Speak rock. Rock 99, he's my very special friend. Let him be your friend, too. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the next contest it is set for one fall with a 10-minute time limit. But first, I'd like to introduce our colorful manager of wrestlers, the California fashion plate, Fred Belasi. And here in the corner to my left, from Nuremberg, Germany, weighing 291 pounds, ladies and gentlemen, the European heavyweight champion, Baron Von Roschke. And in the corner to my right, from Columbus, Ohio, weighing 240 pounds, it is Frankie Williams. Frankie Williams, taking on Baron Von Roschke. And following us, ladies and gentlemen, that special six-man tag team match when uh, we'll be seeing the threesome of Zabisco. Tony Garia, hey, ladies and gentlemen, and due to uh, special Easter programming, championship wrestling will not be seen for the uh, following two weeks. That is, we will not be on the air on the 3rd of April nor the 10th of April, but then we return on the 17th because of special Easter programming. So if you would bear with us, we look forward to uh, visiting with you again on the 17th of April when All-Star Wrestling returns at its normal time. Roshka has several series of takes down, and Williams now and being taken down again by a hair pull. Williams, head first into that turnbuckle. Recently, Antonio, we saw that uh, claw hold take on new dimensions recently. Uh, apparently, it varies with the individual that uh, Roshka applies the claw hold on, or perhaps it, uh, Roshka, the variable being the intensity of the claw hold, but nevertheless, we saw a couple of weeks ago, Roshka apply that claw hold, and it was, uh, well, uh, lacerations were the result of it. Yes, General, excuse me for interruption, but uh, I observed it on the last three or four weeks, he got a new system, and that perhaps this laceration of the skin, and I like very much the camera can go close when he applies that because he's a very interesting player. I don't know if he's illegal or illegal, I don't know. But only I know that the last two or three weeks, every one of the men who's facing him come out with a big laceration in the face. Uh-oh. Baron Von Roschke applying that claw hold. And Frank Williams trying to maintain his balance, trying to stave off that Devastating pressure of the claw hold. I don't believe he's going to be up. No, sir. 
He has indeed given up. So Roska chalks up another victory for himself. Aha! She cannot you see it? I'm afraid I do, Anthony. Don't. I'm afraid I do. Uh, Here is the time. Two minutes and 20 seconds. The winner, Baron Von Roski. Baron Von Roski victorious. And again, the intensity of the claw hold such that it broke the skin of his opponent, Frank Williams. We'll be back, ladies and gentlemen, as we continue. It's an unfortunate experience, I'm sure, for Frank Williams, something he will long remember. That claw hold is taking, as we said before, new dimensions as of late. We'll be back as we continue with the six-man tag team match, so please stay with us. Larry Zabisco and Tony Guerrilla, these two individuals will be on hand this Friday night in Albany at the Washington Avenue Armory, opposing Torquemata and Stan the Man Stasiak. And that is unquestionably going to be some test, Larry, for you and Tony Guerrilla. Well, you know, uh, Kamata, he's, he's very tough. He's a master of the martial arts, and he's got Fred Blassett behind him and Stasiak, an ex-heavyweight world champion. It's going to be a, it's a, it's a tough team. They're, they're both big, tough individuals. Uh, Tony and I uh, have been working out together uh, quite a bit lately. We're, you know, we're, we're very close friends. We've been friends for a few years. And we think we have an advantage over them a little bit because we, we have been working out a lot together. So, um, well, I'm confident that Tony and I can beat them. Tony? I'm, I'm fairly confident too, Vince, but not too confident. Never get in the ring being too confident. That, that could work against you in the long run. But like Larry says, we've been working out real hard together. And we're going to take these guys. We're going to we'll we'll trade them punch for, for punch. If they want to break a rule, we'll break two rules. Now either they get in there and they wrestle us and do it properly. If they want to start throwing fire, we'll throw fire twice as much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Very much. There you have it. Torquemada and Stand the Man facing Larry Zabisco and Tony Greer. This, of course, in addition to the fact that this Friday night at the Washington Avenue Armory, Ivan Putsky opposes Ken Patera. When you've been through a lot. Nationwide claims. Nationwide is on your side. If we all shared just a little bit what we have, it would mean so much to people in need. Just being able to help people is a blessing. Let your voice be heard today through care. Send your check or money order to CARE, Box 570, New York, 10016. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this next contest, a six-man tag team match. It is scheduled for one ball or two curfew. Here in the corner to my left, from South Bend, Indiana, weighing 280 pounds, Jazz House Doug Gilbert. And his partner, from New York City, weighing 239 pounds, Johnny Rods. And the other partner from the Isle of Malta, weighing 275 pounds, Baron Miguel Cicluna. And the team in the corner to my right, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, weighing 240 pounds, Larry Zavisco. 
and from Princeton, Minnesota, weighing 240 pounds, Bob Backer. And the other partner from Auckland, New Zealand, weighing 240 pounds, Tony Garia. That's a great threesome for you. Tony Garia, Larry Zabisco, joining forces with Mr. Bob Backlund, and here we go with the action. Also, there was a snowstorm, and a bad one it was on the previous occasion of championship wrestling in Albany, but the only thing is going to be uh, coming down on uh, this Friday night when Ken Patera meets Ivan Putski is going to be fireworks. There's going to be plenty of fireworks in that ring. You can count on that. Putski, with his Polish power, 287 pounds on him, built on a 5-foot, 10-inch, maybe 11-inch frame, opposing the individual who claims to be and claims will show all of the wrestling world this Friday night that he is indeed the strongest human being on earth. Ken Patera meeting Ivan Putski. Yes, House Gilbert tying up again with Bob Backlund. Gilbert shoves to the ropes, Backlund beating him, shoulder blocked by Gilbert, up on his feet again, nice. Backlund running into the feet, Backlund as quick as a cat, nice maneuver indeed. Tying it, here comes Tony Guerrilla. With me at the moment, ladies and gentlemen, Gorilla Monsoon, who has a comment concerning uh, the apparent new dimensions of the brain call that we've been seeing the last couple of weeks here as applied by Baron Von Raschke. Well, I believe that Baron Von Raschke has been holding back right from the start. Uh, this is something that he's been capable of doing for a long time. Uh, I've had some reports on Baron Von Raschke from other parts of the country, as well as other countries in the world. And this man can apply that claw at any given time to the facial area, to the skull, break the skin, and draw blood. There's no question about it. Uh, I believe that he's waiting, was waiting for the opportunity, wants the Worldwide Wrestling Federation to recognize him now. He's ready for that title shot. He wants a title shot very badly. He knows that he will get one if he keeps beating the opponents in the fashion he's doing so now. The brain claw is devastating. It can hurt an individual, can cause permanent damage. I don't think we've seen truly what the brain claw can really do at this point yet. Is there not a move on, though, to have that brain claw apart from a number of states? Uh, there have been formal petitions submitted at this time. They're being reviewed by state athletic commissions, being review reviewed by the Worldwide Wrestling Federation, but nothing is definite at this point. Uh, he's been using this brain claw for the past seven, eight years. No one has disallowed it as yet. There are a few states that have outlawed it, however, but uh, I would say the majority of the states still have not outlawed it, and I think it's something that should be outlawed. Anytime you can go in there and deliberately uh, possibly maim someone with a cold, such as the brain cough, I don't think there's a place for that type of thing in our business. And have you not seen uh, personally the results of uh, some of the more devastating brain claw applications uh, and the result of a disfiguration of uh, facial features. Yes, that's very true. I've seen jaw bones that have been cracked, fractured. I have seen skull bones that have literally been pushed out of position, causing a permanent uh, deformation and possibly weakening a person's ability to protect his brain. Uh, this is the most, uh, the, the, I know of two individuals in particular 
who no longer are in the professional wrestling business for that simple reason. They are not very old men. One is 25, the other is 26. They cannot take the chance now because their brain is in a very vulnerable position due to that claw hole. Thank you very much. Here comes Bob Backer. Backlund, nice drop kick, and oh, baby, here comes another one. Backlund quick as a cat. Talk about mobility, man, this man personifies mobility. What's gonna happen here? Oh, leapfrog, oh, trouble in River City. Backlund, wants to try it again. This time it's Tony Gurria. And do I hear one more time? Yes, sir. Backlund, trying to have eyes in the back of his head there. Rod's coming, stepping through there, off the top rope, Backlund. Excellent peripheral vision. And from our vantage point, that shoulder strap, we can see clearly wrapped around the neck of Bob Backlund. And Gilbert keeping that from the view of the referee. Rod's distracting the referee also. If anything will sap your strength, certainly in a chokehold well. Sakura scooping back and hammering him down to the canvas once again. Rods off the ropes though, clipping to the side. Going to work on Backlund, now coming back. Baron Mikel Sakuna tag made. Johnny Rods coming in via the top rope. Shoulder blocked by Backlund. He wants to get over and tag one of his partners. Look at Backlund, scooping him up. Slam him down and Backlund not quite able to get over and tag his partner. That's not the place to be there in the opposition corner. The Rians are best going to want to help Parkland, but they're not going to help him by jumping in the ring there and distracting the referee. Down for the count. Backlund to the ropes now, coming off winning, but no, look at that. Drop back. Backlund still hurt. Bag it, man. Oh. 
Visco doing well for himself. Down for the count one is all he can get. Maria coming over. Zabisco scooped up by Pizzaguna. Down for the count again. Two is all he could get. However, Rob's coming down off the top rope on the back of Zabisco. It's a tough match, Antonino. Oh, yes, very rough, very rough. The combination of uh, Rob's, that's how and uh, the big Gavilano over there. They are very sharp today. Very sharp, you know? Very sharp. Fisco trying to make it over. The Tigers partners are built some sort of momentum. It doesn't look good for him. Sakura hanging on to the ankle. And here comes Gashouse. Give it that ball back. Let's go to the ropes, coming off this time, they caught him. Maria, house of fire. Tony only a moment ago, doing so well for himself, now finds himself in hard, bad trouble there. Bulldogging him down, 280-pound gas house Gilbert. Gilbert choking Gurria with that left hand. The referee's back, is still the action, doesn't even see it. Meanwhile, Gilbert continues his choke. Sakuna takes over where Gilbert left off. This has really turned into a tough match for Zabisco, Backlund, and Tony Garia. Rod making very good use of the ropes. Coming in. Rods for the ride. Coming off the rope. Nice backdrop. And here comes Bob Black. Rods on his feet. Backlund whips him to the ropes now. Stepping over there. Tony Aria wraps him up at Domino's Bridge. 
Surrey. Batman, Korea, and Zabisco pull it off here. Just in the nick of time. I don't know if we're going to have time for the announcement. Nevertheless, unquestionably, the victors are Zabisco, Korea, and Bob Backer. Next week, ladies and gentlemen, a special ladies match will be the feature match. Donna Christinella will be meeting Vicki Williams. Join us next week if you would. Vince McMahon saying so long for Brickside. I'm Robert Conrad. In Bob Bob Black Sheep, I'm Pappy Boynton. And that is that, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for um, listening. Next time you join us, we will be further in. We will be in November of 1977. So, as always, we will fill in the gap between then and now with the history. Um, hopefully, you have enjoyed listening to this audio. Like I said at the beginning, um, if you want any more details, um, give Richard a follow on Twitter or go and visit the history of WWE.com. Just a quick uh, one for you guys. If you listen to the if you listen to the Monday Night Project, the current project is coming to an end at the end of February. Um, the 1994 edition of King of the Ring will be the last. We're then going to go on a new project. It's either going to be TNA from June to December 2002, or it's going to be WCW Saturday Night from January to July 1996. I've yet to make the decision, um, but it's going to be one of those but it won't be till the end of february anyway so uh, keep your eyes on the uh, twitter at memphis car sorry at old bakery pro you can don't forget you can find us on youtube as well youtube.com forward slash at memphis car don't forget to give um the place to be wrestling network and listen give everything that uh, north south connection does wrestlecopia uh, acid wash memories our vantage point book in the territory greetings from Allentown. And just a whole array of wrestling podcasts that are out there. Uh, there's about to be a era or a promotion that someone's covering that you're going to enjoy. So uh, just just be nice and give give someone a listen, give someone a like, give someone a share, give someone a review. Uh, I know on Spotify now you can just like leave a, a star review. So uh, hopefully you'll make someone's day by. Um, by doing that so ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for your continued support thank you very much to the fine folk of hamburg pennsylvania thank you very much to uh, mr vince mcmahon and antonio rocco may you rest in peace uh, next week we'll find out who the new co-host is i can't quite remember but i'm sure it'll be a, a legend and a doozy there in late 1977 um we've got two more episodes of 1977 and then we head into 1978 where we've got a bit more of a um we don't have a, we don't have week to week in 1978, but we've got a bit more of a um, of a condensed uh, variety. So there'll be a bit more where we can sink our teeth into and try and enjoy some of the storylines. So, ladies and gentlemen, I have waffled on far too much. We will see you next time, and until then. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry.